You're listening to the Talkin' True Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. Your podcast for all the up-to-date coverage on the NBA playoffs. Follow us on our social media at Talkin' True Hoops to keep up with all the postseason news. Now, here's Rob and Nick. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast, episode number 27 here with Robert Schletter and Nick Bravalos. We are at the start, Nick, of the NBA postseason. It begins on Saturday. This is what we've been waiting for. Yep. Gone through the whole regular season. A lot of people believe, you know, the NBA regular season is kind of just not really what we're looking to looking to see. It's all about the... The NBA postseason Playoff is where basketball. it's where it's at. It's what everyone cares about. Everyone kind of overlooks the regular season, but now it's finally here. NBA postseason basketball begins on Saturday. Very excited. Me too. I can't wait. I'm actually huge postseason basketball fan. I think that's where like the game changes and it becomes more intense, and that's what I love about it. Yeah, absolutely. So it came down, even though you know people say that the NBA regular season doesn't really mean much because it's kind of predetermined with the whole Golden State, Cleveland, LeBron, LeBron James. and the whole matchup and the whole deal. Yesterday, it actually came down to one more matchup between the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota ended up winning the game in overtime. It, I watched the game. It was pretty crazy. Jokic, I think, had like 35. Jimmy Butler had about 31. So Jimmy finally comes back for like the final three games. And he definitely shows up big time, getting them into the playoffs. So where so it did come down to the wire. Now looking at the the playoff matchups, we'll go with the Western Conference first. You got the Houston Rockets against the Minnesota Timberwolves. You got the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Utah Jazz. Portland Trailblazers versus the New Orleans Pelicans. And then big old Golden State versus San Antonio. So we'll start and we'll kind of dissect the Western Conference to begin with. What do you think of these matchups, Nick? Um, honestly, I'm a little disappointed, to be completely honest. You wanted Denver in? I kind of no. Wanted. I wanted Minnesota in, but I wanted Minnesota to play Golden State. That would have been much more entertaining to me. I mean, Houston and Minnesota—that's that's another like entertaining one. But I think Houston's going to beat them. Um, I think it won't be a clean sweep. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a six-game series. Yeah, Minnesota could steal a couple. I think. Uh... As I said before, I think Houston's kind of – I think they're going to not show up as much as people are expecting them to. But I think in this first-round matchup, I really didn't – watching Minnesota yesterday in the past couple games and down the stretch, not really big on them. So I can see them taking maybe two games going like a six-game series with Houston. Or I could just see Houston just yeah. – if they, if they play like they did through the regular season, I can see them just whopping them. I really was – I was looking forward to possibly if Houston – I, I kind of wanted to see them match up with either the, the the second matchup we said with Utah or OKC. I wanted to see OKC or Utah match up against Houston because I think that would have been a first-round upset personally in my opinion. I think that those teams are very playoff-ready, especially with Utah being a – Number def- one defensive team. A right? number one defensive team, a very good defensive team, Rudy Gobert – Donovan Mitchell, who we'll get into later with the whole rookie stuff. Roy. So it's going to I, – I think that if they if they had matched up with either of those teams and then OKC on the other – the flip side with – I think that 
as much as heat as they've been under with their big three stars, I think I am one to believe that they are going to show up well in the postseason. I agree. It's way to be seen, obviously. And then the the one thing that I kind of see, especially with Oklahoma City, that now that – because I believe yesterday – not yesterday, the day before, before they played the game against um, – who they beat yesterday? can't remember exactly who they beat. Yeah, but, I can't either. But. but they beat Miami, and then they beat another team yesterday. But they – winning yesterday, they actually moved themselves up in the bracket – and they were going to match up with Golden State, and I thought that, I wanted that. I wanted I that. I wanted that too, really I, because bad. I thought obviously probably Golden State would beat them, but I think that Oklahoma City was coming in. If they match up with Golden State, and then no Steph Curry and Kevin Durant was just matched up with Oklahoma City, I think that's a tremendous storyline, and that would have been True. a great series to see. And I don't think Oklahoma City had as much pressure as they do now where they're matching up against the Utah Jazz team that doesn't really have the biggest expectations around them because they have Yeah, people thought they were not going to yeah, be in the playoffs. They didn't this year. think people didn't Gordon think they Hayward would be in the, left. Yeah, exactly. So they didn't think they were going to be in the postseason and Donovan Mitchell especially at the story no real expectations there but since Oklahoma City has Westbrook and Carmelo and Paul George, Paul George it's a little bit more expectations instead of going up against Golden State. So that was a matchup I wanted to see. I think it's really a toss-up between Utah and Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City's going to, you know, win the series. Not not easily because we said defense wins championships and they yeah. got the number one defensive team. But, you know, stars come out to play when it matters most. And we've been talking about this all throughout the podcast this yeah, year that definitely. Oklahoma City, the game slows down. It's more ISO basketball in the playoffs, and they got the best. They got a couple ISO guys. And they were, and and don't forget either. If you look at the flip side, they are also a good defensive yes, basketball team. They are, they are, because Paul George is very underrated defensively. Mm-hmm. And so. and I just want to point out too, what's what's up with like all these people? Like I was looking through Twitter and everything that like Russell Westbrook all of a sudden like lat, he broke the record for. Or the first player to ever yeah triple get, doubles back to back. Shout yeah, out to at, Russ. Why shout not? out to Russ. And then. Now, like looking at it, all of a sudden, I've been saying it with Westbrook. I, I, you know, praise his achievement. It's cra- it's crazy that he did that and averaging a triple double in back to back seasons. But like all of a sudden, like last year, it was a completely different mindset with him. It's like, oh my god, this is so amazing that Westbrook's yeah. doing this. And now all of a sudden, now they really want to pinpoint, uh, you know, pick nitpick what he's doing. And it's like, oh, he's he's stealing rebounds from people. That's what he's been doing his whole career. Yeah. But all of a sudden, now that you guys want to switch to, and when I say you guys, I mean like the whole media aspect, social media, um, the big media outlets that just nitpick and want to go and get these different storylines. Now all of a sudden, because they want to go and give James Harden a shot, they're downgrading what Russell Westbrook's been doing. He He's literally doing the same exact thing that he did last year yeah. on a, a bit of a smaller scale, but he still averaged a triple-double. Yeah, the, yeah, well, that's insane to think about it, actually. He, back-to-back triple-doubles. There's no difference. That's, that's freaking impressive. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really impressive, and there's no difference – in what he's do- and it's crazy because they add two because they're like yeah, oh he's averaging a, he's averaging a triple double because he had bad talent last mm-hmm. year oh wait he got two even stars, two man. good stars on his team that are averaging I think Paul George's like around twenty two Mel's around mm-hmm. seventeen and he's still doing it but all of a sudden now because they want to move on to another storyline they're now they're nitpicking what Russell Westbrook's been doing this entire time stealing rebounds and padding his stats which he's always been doing and that was an argument that I used to say with him but now all of a sudden it's coming up that now people are seeing it hmm that's a mystery it's kind of interesting and a little 
you know, yeah, little, th- little fugazi to see I that. I think a uh, intriguing matchup is that Portland and uh, Pelicans matchup, actually. Yeah. I think it's going to be very entertaining. Damian Lillard's crazy. But I think the Portland Trailblazers will win. They're a very good basketball team. Um, honestly, I think they're under the radar. Like People didn't expect them you don't to think, be the third seed. You don't think Anthony Davis is going to? One player can't win. Yeah. Because I think McCollum and Lillard, with what they have. Playoff on- Rondo. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I honestly, I forgot. Playoff Rondo's a different creature. I might need a switch now. The playoff Pelicans, Rondo. No, Playoff Rondo's a beast. He is a beast, If he doesn't man. break his hand like last year, those Bulls are going, they're beating the number one seed last year. Was yeah, it? Yeah, they're absolutely. beating the Celtics yeah, if he didn't break his hand. I completely agree because Boston and Isaiah looked completely out of sorts. I'm still going to root for Portland. Rondo. I like Portland. I think Portland is a team that could beat Golden State in the second round. That's a bold prediction, but I think it's a possibility. If Steph Curry gets back, probably not. But like I, 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 th- I even with Steph Curry, they, they played could, well they, against them yeah, the last could, two years. They, they could, pretty well they match could, up well. They could win some games, but I'm I'm still believing Golden State. And then Golden State plays San Antonio. No Kawhi Leonard. If he comes back, like miraculously, they're, he they're, just walks out yeah. from the locker room. Like, oh, surprise! He, uh, I'm playing. I don't think he's coming yeah, back. But that's but, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, say we'll handle them well. That's the preview for the first round. I mean, as the podcast goes on and on, uh, as the playoffs go on, we'll probably predict the second round matchups and the conference finals. So now let's move on to the Eastern Conference. Got Toronto versus Washington, Cleveland versus Indiana, Philadelphia 76ers against the Miami Heat, and the Boston Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Upsets. Yeah, oh, I got Milwaukee beating the Celtics. Yeah, I agree with that. No, no Kyrie Irving. Marcus Smart is out for a little bit. No Gordon Hayward. Plus, I think Milwaukee is just very long and athletic, and I don't think the Celtics could handle them. They got they got absolutely whooped by uh, Philadelphia the other who, day. Who the Celtics yesterday? But yeah. they beat the Nets by like thirteen yesterday. But it's okay. <laughs> Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets. Season's over. Posts an Instagram of their thirteen point blow and goes. Next year begins today. <laughs> Next year begins now. Oh my goodness, that's great! But yeah. yeah, going back to playoff basketball, Celtics, Bucks is very intriguing to me. I think the Bucks could possibly upset and win it, and quite possibly win the next round if we're talking about the Sixers and the Heat. Yeah, a lot of people have been gassing up the Sixers, saying that they can go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They have. I think that if they, Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz, shout out Markel Fultz, getting a triple double off the bench, which was very impressive. Against what, Milwaukee. What's, uh, what's the situation with Embiid? Because I saw he posted something about him wearing a he, black mask. Yeah, he was wearing a black mask on social media. So it's not allowed. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's not allowed, <laughs> but I think I think uh, he's on his way back. So I hope he gets back. I think that 76ers versus Miami. The Heat are decent playoff, basketball Playoff team. D-Wade, man. Forget about know. D-Wade. I think they have two, they have some big guys down low. Without Embiid, it's going to be uh, you know, it's gonna Bam out of bio. Bam and Whiteside. Yeah, but I think Whiteside may be injured. I'm not too certain on that. All right, if Bam Adebayo comes in, he's still a handful down low. Yeah. And I don't think – who's going to guard him, Amir Johnson? Probably not. That's not a good matchup. Ersan Ilyasova's been getting dunked on very Ilyasova much. sucks. Yeah. He's one of my – I hate him. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think that if Ben Simmons can con- – because yeah. they've been – we got to also mention they've been on a 16-game winning streak, so talk about a way to – Get continuing, in, right? yeah, to shift into the postseason. It couldn't get any better than that. And they finally hit 50 wins for the first time, I think, since the Allen Iverson season in, like, 2003, a couple years after they made the finals. 
So 76ers are on a roll. Philly's on a roll in general. So Cleveland versus Indiana is another matchup. I think, uh, you know. Cleveland's a different Indiana, thing in the playoffs. In, yeah, Indiana. LeBron's just a different animal in the playoffs. And I think Indiana would have been a fun team to watch and not go up against LeBron because yeah. I think they, they're kind of a sneaky team with Sabonis and and uh, Oladipo. Uh, my – um, what is his name? Miles Turner Miles has been Turner. playing a little bit better, even though he got off to a real, real rough start. Yeah, I had him like Lance that. Stevenson is an animal oh, in I Indiana. Love, oh, we got Lance versus LeBron matchup. Yes, that's so going to be it's great. It's going to be a little blown in the ear. Uh, that's going to be factor. Great. Yeah. yeah, so that should be fun. But I think that LeBron and, and company will take care of business. Toronto, Washington. Toronto, Washington. Now, as of today, when we're recording the podcast, Washington made a huge move by acquiring Ty Lawson <laughs> from China. Ty Lawson, so the, baby. yeah, one his uh, Chinese team gave him the AOK to go ahead and play in the in the NBA for the postseason. So that's a good backup point guard. But I want to. I wish they had matched up with some team like Milwaukee or like Miami because that I would have definitely definitively said like, oh, Toronto's losing in the first round. But I don't think so because Washington's been so flustered with just all the BS that's been going around their organization. Scott Brooks the other day said that their team is selfish, more stuff coming up. Like that was kind of the what people were kind of insinuating that John Wall was spreading in the culture of the team. And Bradley Beal and Gortat, obviously Gortat and Wall had a little bit of friction supposedly. So I I don't really – not. Too big of a believer in Washington against Toronto, but we all know Toronto's playoff woes. So they Yeah, I could, think Toronto will handle Washington pretty easily. They could get uh, I think they turn the corner possibly. We the North. The North is uh strong. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna celebrate like they're gonna have like a parade like for every single game that they do. But you know, Toronto enjoys their playoff basketball. Shout out to them for making the number one seed best team in the East. Dwayne Casey yeah, coaching that team really well. So, I mean. I thought Dwayne Casey should get fired but <laughs> in the beginning of the year. But, you know, yeah. this time around, DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard. Let's see what the Kawhi Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Nice. What, oh, man. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Kyle with, Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Got to see what they can. And the number one bench in the, in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Van Vliet. Van Vliet. They Up got the, for uh, possible six man of the year. What's his name? Uh, the other guy, the big guy. They got Poetic, Portal, whatever his name is. Potal. Potal, yeah, yeah, I think that's the the European guy, and then Valanciunas, and I don't know. I'm not a huge good for believe- them. I think they they could they could beat the Wizards in four. Yeah, I mean it, it should. Yeah, I think they'll take care of business just because Washington is. I would have loved to see Washington I, play I the Celtics because that's always fun. Yeah, that's a good rivalry. I would have liked to seen that as well. And uh, yeah, but that's the uh, that's the Eastern Conference playoffs. Who do you think coming in though has like the most pressure on them? What would you know? About pressure. Most pressure? Team and individuals. Um, Probably Cleveland. I'm going to go ahead and say that the biggest individual pressure is on James Harden. For sure. I wouldn't say James Harden necessarily. I would say definitely LeBron James. It's always on LeBron. It's Uh, always. But it is. He's the fourth seed. But James Harden and the Houston Rockets are a number one seed. People are gassing them. They're good, they're, though. They're, they are good. They're regular season good, but now it's right, postseason. We'll so James Harden has a, a ton of pressure, especially the way he 
disappeared last year against San Antonio. If Chris Paul and let, uh, stays much, healthy. And, and last year, that San Antonio team was not – even though Houston made, like, huge improvements with Chris Paul and um, – who am I forgetting? Like when P.J. Adding, Tucker. P.J. Tucker, Gerald Green, all these uh, extra players that they got in that huge trade with um, L.A. There's a lot of pre- – even though that they had all those trades, like last year's team that they had was very – it, it was better than than the San Antonio Spurs were last year. I'm just going to say that on paper and the way that they were controlling the series for the first amount of games, they should have won. So now James Harden this year has a lot of pressure to make up for what he did last year and how he, he disappeared. So I, I'm just I'm saying James Harden's got a lot of pressure on him, and so does Chris Paul. Chris Paul hasn't been to a conference finals, and I still don't think he's going to get to a conference finals. If, if, if San Antonio – somehow pulls they go up in the series yeah pressures on durant true pressures on durant pressures on durant in the first round though yeah, that's what i'm talking about yeah i'm saying if if san antonio actually goes up pressures on him. yeah especially yeah so those are we're excited for the postseason it's gonna the matchups will start on saturday now since the regular season's over we're gonna give our one last kind of uh predictions for the final awards mvp Defensive Player of the Year. We forgot to do that the last time, but now we got it this time. Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Coach of the Year, Most Improved, and uh, we'll throw in a couple All NBA who we think yeah. should be. We didn't forget anything, did we? No, we're good. I th- yeah, I think we're good. So Coach, MV- yeah, we're good. MVP, I believe, is going to go to James Harden, but it's kind of looking like it's neck and neck between him and LeBron. But I think that since James has gotten snubbed the past two seasons, or not snubbed, but he was in the conversation. But Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook, many people thought, kind of edged him out in those two seasons. It's James Harden. It's James this year. Harden, especially being a number one yeah, seed. Easily, I, I think you just got to give it to James. LeBron, obviously, and then LeBron. LeBron came, just gasses himself up. Yeah, says he did should you be MVP. See that Instagram post? Yeah, he po- he's oh, he could. You know what? He's not going to win. He's not going to win because his team's the fourth seed, and. James Harden's been playing ridiculous basketball. He's the leading scorer. He won the scoring title. Yeah, and the Houston Rockets are number one seed, so he clearly deserves it. He's gonna have, he's second place last two years, mm-hmm. so it's his time to take the trophy. So yeah, basically James Harden. You agree with me? Yeah, I, there's I no agree. debate. I how, don't think there's a debate here. How how uh, excited are you for Zero Dark Twenty Three? Oh man, I, f- I forgot about that. I <laughs> forgot about that. James, freaking LeBron James. Yeah. Well, ah, God. That, Very interesting. Just, he's just got to announce it to the world that he's, I'm not on social media. We don't get to see any of him. Zero Dark 23. We don't get to see him previewing any of Kendrick Lamar's music, you know, lip syncing. Oh, no. Uh, th- there'll be videos that come out of LeBron James dancing. Boom, 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 boom. Hell, hit the rolling stone with the rolling on. Tag portfolio. Or his, In the locker or his, room from one of his or teammates. Or his workout videos. Just, you no, know, they're going to come out from one of his teammates. Oh, probably. It'll probably be J.R. Smith or something, but... You know, we'll get to miss out on on LeBron's social yeah. media for about uh, two months, so that Thank should be God. fun. Defensive Player of the Year, I think it probably has to go between Joel Embiid or Rudy Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Draymond Green's always in there. Yeah, Draymond's in there. I think I I was thinking that it was going to be Joel Embiid, but just looking back at how good Utah was defensively, yeah. I think I'd have to give it to Rudy Gobert. I agree, and I. I don't know. He's just been so good this 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 year, and this uh, he missed a little bit of time like Joel has in this this uh, this past two weeks. So Gobert has missed a little bit of time, but I think just how good they are defensively and how they surprise people in the postseason in the Western Conference, especially 
I, I agree. Think, I think you got to give it to to Rudy Gobert. The French ta- the Eiffel Tower. Rudy yeah. Gobert easily in my opinion the uh defensive, defensive player, player of the yeah. year. We forgot it last time for the midseason awards, but this time we're giving it to him. Rudy, you're the man and defensively. Another guy maybe we could throw out there Andre Drummond. He led the league in rebounds. 16. Defensive rebound, yeah, yeah, you could see. So that. he might be in the combo, but nowhere, n- nowhere near Rudy, who yeah, led the league in blocks. Yeah, you get, you got to so. give it to the, the no, wait, did he? He maybe led it in statistical like for what? Compi- no, I don't think he, he didn't lead it in average blocks. I think Anthony Davis led in average. Oh, blocks. That, yeah, yeah, that might. But be true. It, I think total blocks, it may have been Rudy Gobert. But yeah, the rookie of the year has been very spicy in the past week. Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons going back at each other. Donovan Mitchell wore like two Adidas sweatshirts that were saying like the definition of a rookie. He wore one with big rookie letters on yeah. it, and he was coming at Ben Simmons saying that he shouldn't really be, um, shouldn't be in the conversation for rookie of the year because he missed his first official rookie year, but he didn't even play. So Don and Ben Simmons had the perfect response saying that if that's your only argument for me not being the rookie of the year. I'm in pretty good shape. That's, so. He's right. I think Ben Simmons is going to win it. He's been phenomenal all year for the Sixers. He's carried them pretty much. Yeah, he but has. But Donovan Mitchell's carried the Yeah, I mean, jazz. it's real. like, off the bat, I would be like, oh, Ben Simmons. Let's is. do a Cole rookie. Hmm? Cole rookie of the rookie Yeah, of the year. That last, time, last time it was Grant Hill and, yeah. and uh, Jason Kidd. Exactly. They, they could do that, but I think that these guys have gotten <laughs> – a little bit testy with each other, so I don't know if it, how how well it would go over. But I like like I said, like initially you'd be like Ben Simmons is definitely got to be rookie of the year. But Donovan Mitchell, had, he's got that team playing so well. He's the first rookie since Carmelo to get his team into the playoffs while averaging the most points on a team. And you gotta just True. you have to look at that and say this kid is just unbelievable, and you got to give him the nod. Yeah. So I. It's more it's of a, a toss-up. I, th- yeah, I think it is more of a toss-up, but I think it will end up going to Ben Simmons. But I won't be surprised if it goes to Donovan Mitchell, and I think either of them are very deserving. Let's not forget about Kyle Kuzma. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's. <laughs> and got where? It. What happened to Lonzo Ball? He's had a couple injuries. I'm undefeated, never lost. Yeah, man. I guess Lonzo. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't heard anything from Lavar for the past couple weeks. No, so well, been, he's, I'm concerned. He's out there recruiting for his junior basketball association. Yeah, true, so. true. I've been a little concerned. I don't know. He's good. So, six man of the year. I think it's probably going to go to Lou Williams. It should once again because like, averaging like 22 points off the bench, even though the Clippers missed the postseason. Then you kind of look at the other two candidates. In my mind, probably Eric Gordon, the number one seeded. Houston Rockets and how well he filled in when uh, Chris Paul was out and then James Harden was out. He filled in really well, like averaging still around like 20 points. He had like like 30 point games. You're so right. he's been uh, he's been good. And then probably I'd throw in Van Vliet with how good the the, rock, the, the Ra- Raptors bench the, mob has been. Yeah, the Raptors bench mob. I think he's been leading the charge there. So and a rookie too. So he's got to be taken into consideration. So, but I think it's probably going to end up going to uh, Lou Williams. Yeah, me too. Coach of the year. Who you got? Nate, Mc, Nate McMillan Ooh. of the Indiana Pacers. Surprise pick. The Pacers, um, people you're not wrote going him with off. The, you're not going with the favorited uh, Brad Stevens, Dwayne Casey no. kind of pick? No, no, no. They've won it before, I think, in the last couple of years. Mike D'Antoni? He's won it Dwayne Casey year. hasn't won it, I don't believe. He may Brad, have. No. When the Raptors no. were the number one seat that one time? Yeah, he may have won it. 
I'm kind of feeling like he's probably going to end up going to Dwayne Casey or Mike. Da- but I like the the McMillan pick. I like Nate McMillan because the Pacers were supposed to be really bad this year. Yeah. And now they're the number five seed in the playoffs. Rob, another coach of the year, possibly um, Terry Scotts from Portland Trailblazers. I like him. Yeah, Terry Stotts is a good uh, good option there in Portland, especially how they moved up to the third seed. No one really kind of thought they would they would be able to move up. Yeah, he's getting Evan so, Turner to play in the last couple of yeah, weeks, Yeah, Evan Turner's especially been with how bad he's been when he came over to Portland. He's playing a little better, so got to give Terry Stotts uh, a little consideration there. Most improved? Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo, but don't forget, don't sleep. Our boy, our boy. Spencer Dinwiddie came out on Twitter the other Amen. day, and he, and he was talking about the, the Donovan Mitchell-Ben Simmons beef, but then he had to go in and mention, hey, uh, do I got to get a little beef going with uh, Victor Oladipo to get a little consideration? I, I think it goes... Victor Oladipo, obviously, yeah. with how well they've been and how he's led uh-huh. Indiana. But I got to say, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie is a strong second option for the most improved I agree. player of the year. I agree. Yeah, so uh, who do you think is going to be All-NBA? I think we discussed it last, last I feel time. We said um, LeBron, yeah. Harden, mm-hmm. Westbrook, and then Davis. Davis. And then the fifth guy we said is probably... Uh, Durant. Did you already said Durant? No, I said Durant, LeBron. Well, no, they Harden, can't do Westbrook. Durant. I don't think they can do Durant. Davis. No, I don't think if they, they, can... they do center. No, because they do LeBron, so I don't think they can do okay. Durant. Durant's always like second team. So then, if they do center, I'll throw in either Drummond okay. or um, Embiid. Oh yeah, Embiid. Yeah, oh, yeah Embiid, Embiid or Drummond. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, all NBA is kind of up in the air. They always kind of switch it around. It's always weird but it's important for some I people because the, they get what's it called yeah they, they get, get money yeah they get in there talking about talking, it yeah their right? contracts they get like clauses and a certain amount of money if they make all nba so it is important to the players especially to make all nba teams and i don't know if it there there probably is a big difference between first and third and or first second and third yeah but they um, there's only like a couple locks for all nba like it's always like lebron and then you got whoever the best backcourt is that yeah. year. Like, Damian Lillard came out and said, oh, I think I'm all NBA. But yeah, he's all NBA, but not first. Yeah, not first. Because Westbrook and Harden are the first. Yeah, I think Westbrook and Harden I don't think this is a debate. Yeah, I think – and then probably Curry would be second this year. I don't think so. I'd but give he, it – if Kyrie was healthy. If he was healthy and was – Yeah. I Well, he was healthy for most of the year except, like, the past month. So. Yeah. And, like, Steph has actually missed a good amount of time. So. He has. He's missed a lot. Yeah, so, I mean, all NBA is kind of up in the air, and I don't know, really. It, 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 it flip-flops, and they don't really – you can't get a good judgment other than probably yep. just LeBron and then whoever the best back backcourt is that season. So, moving on, those were our final award predictions. And it's always weird now – or it's, it's become weird in the past year because now they do it – they used to do it after the first round of the playoffs – and it would always be cool to like if the MVP, now they have the award show. Now they have the award show, and it's just kind of lame. Well, because the NHL because they want they want the NFL does the they, honors too. Yeah, they want to do it like the NFL honors and the NFL honors. They do it better because they do it right before the Super Bowl. Yeah. but they do it after the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's stupid. It, it's dumb, and the, I mean, they couldn't even do a broadcast of the All Star selection. True, but they that's, do, that was but terrible. They, but they do an MVP. Or like a award ceremony for it's it's kind of dumb. David Stern or not David Stern, Adam Silver needs to get that figured out. 
yeah. pretty pretty quick. But I think they'll continue to do the award show. Moving on, free throws. We got got a good amount this week. Kyrie Irving has a successful surgery on his left knee. It's going to be – I think the timetable was about – I don't know exactly, but it was a long time. Four to six weeks probably. No, no, no. no. It was – I think it was a little longer Six than that. Eight? I think it was a couple months. Oh, then yeah, he screwed. <laughs> the Celtics. I mean, suck. For, for yeah, without him, I they. But if they come in with healthy, um, Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving, and Marcus Smart, and, they're good. Yeah, Marcus Smart says uh, he, he could return in late April for the if what the if they lose the first round, then he's just yep. gonna be saving some time for his vacation. He's gonna save his free agency because he's becoming a free agent. Yeah, they, are restricted, not, restricted. they are not gonna match. I mean, I don't know if you'd want to spend a lot of money on him with, That's that, why with they're that not bunky jump shot. So, I don't exactly. know. Yeah, Pat Riley says that LeBron made the right decision in going back to Cleveland, but hasn't spoken to him since. All right, I respect since he that. Le- I mean, I respect Hold the grudge. It. Yeah, but, like, Pat Riley's one of those guys. Like, even though I wasn't alive during the times that he was coaching – or. Yeah, I was I was not alive during the times he was coaching the Knicks. Yeah, I still hold the grudge as a Knicks fan, knowing the the history that Pat Riley, when he left for when he left for Miami, not a big fan of Pat Riley. Okay, so I mean, LeBron made the right to, but looking back on it, if LeBron stayed, I think that Miami would have been, I think he would have been better off in Miami. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I think Pat Riley does a – I mean, David Griffin when he was there, but Pat Riley is a much better basketball recruiter and – No, yeah, but they had no – they were getting older, and they had no draft picks. So that's why he went back to Cleveland because they had Kyrie, they had yeah. Wiggins, they had Bennett, they had Thompson. They loaded up. They had waiters. True. So, you know, they honestly, they could have won games with if they didn't sign LeBron. Yeah, exactly. If they had Kyrie and Wiggins. And Wade was kind of going down. And then, obviously, Bosh Bosh had the So, it was was the right move to to move on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think think it was a smart decision for LeBron. uh, Talking about Tristan Thompson. The man's been taking uh, a lot of L's. He's been taking a lot of uh, tough social media uh, videos have come (laughs) out on him about cheating on Khloe Kardashian. Don't you think you should lose a few pounds? I have a rock-hard body. I'm just a bigger individual. Um, my take on this would be, it could be rehearsed for, cause the Kardashians keeping up with the Kardashians new season comes out next week mm-hmm. and apparently TMZ held the videos and released them this week since October. So they want to get a little more buzz around. So it could possibly be Kris Jenner. This Kris- could not be any worse for LeBron though. And coming shout out. out, shout out to Khloe Kardashian. She had the child today. Thompson was Did by she? her side. Yes, she had it today. Oh my! Thompson was by that her is side. Bananas. Thompson was by her side while she had serious? it. Are you serious? I swear to God, yeah. They had. She had the child today. You know, shout out to Tristan Thompson. He's a dad. Khloe Kardashian. She's a mom. You know. That could not be any. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Funnier. So you know. Yeah, the video was it's him intense. Well, yeah, a couple dramas a heating cu- up. Well, he had first. He had the. Like the the pictures of him going into a hotel room with like some Instagram model, and yeah. then he had him the at like had him the video of him at like a hookah lounge with a couple females messing around, and then he had and then there was supposedly a sex tape that came out later with the. I mean, I have no idea how far it goes. Oh but. my god! Like Tristan Thompson, what do you like? Come on, dude! Like maybe he had months, to do this to kill the Kardashian curse. True, but he's n- yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. 
That does. But it's like nine months into the pregnancy. So, like, and it's right around the postseason. So, you know LeBron is pissed. But the video came out in October. So, it's been it's six months. Way to go, TMZ, coming out. They did it on purpose. It's all, you know. I I mean, I think so. Well, I mean, Trishan Thompson's garbage in general. So, I don't think it's really going to affect him too much in the postseason. Like, he has no... He has no offensive game. All he does is defensively rebound, which I don't even think he's that good at. And he gets a couple offensive rebounds. So I don't really think he honestly he should be more concerned with getting his <laughs> basketball. I don't know. However, regardless, Tristan regard, Thompson I don't taking even L's. Know. Tristan, taking L's. Tristan Thompson is just taking L's right now, and it's not good. Yeah. I don't know where his focus is. It's just crazy. So moving on, a really nice story, Andre Ingram. A G League product finally got his shot against the Houston Rockets. He was in the G League for 10 years. He's 32. Finally got into the game Good with the him. Lakers. Had 19. 19 points in his debut. And I'd like to point out that that was a better debut than Lonzo Ball had for I mean, the Los right. Angeles Lakers. All right, all right, all right. I have so, a question. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Have you seen this man's jump shot? Yeah, it's disgusting. It looks it, like it you reminds know, me. Have you ever seen Lance Thomas's jump shot? Yeah. It's like he like cl- when he it, when he shoots, it looks like he clicks his uh, his hands together or like claps his hands together and he clicks his heels together. Like it's one of those gross jump well, shots. Yeah, th- but he he reminds you of that dude at the YMCA. I was about to say he reminds me of a guy like at the park, older guy, Jamal Crawford, that just puts in buckets, <laughs> and you're like, how is he doing this? Yeah, exactly what I it just crossed my mind. Yeah. Like this guy's one of those the, old school the dude guys. at the yeah. YMCA that just balls out, and then you're like, oh, this guy's not that gar the, or not that good. He's, He's kind of garbage. Yeah, look at that. I shot. don't know if I want to get him on my five, but then like you're like, wow, like this dude is pretty good. So. Andre Ingram is a great story, and like he's like a part-time like math tutor, good for science him. tutor. So it's really good, and it's a nice story. Hopefully, I mean he probably won't be signed next year, but the Lakers are so garbage that it's like, well, next year I don't know. We'll see with their money. free agency and everything, but it wouldn't be bad to keep him on as like an, a coach or keep him in the G League or you know have him in the players' ears because they seem to like him. So he's a good guy, and I think that it was really nice to see him get an opportunity in the NBA. Uh, Meek Mill gets a visit from Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz in prison. Getting, I don't know what what's up with that. Maybe Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons are getting a little inspiration from Meek Mill. Everybody's or? getting, everybody's on the free Meek tour. Free I mean, Meek Robert tour. Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, visited Meek Mill. Really? Yeah. Or he said something. That. Or he said something that he's like free Meek, and like everybody's like, okay. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, if you know the situation that that's going down with Meek Mill, I mean, I. I think that he should – I mean, I think he got a raw deal, but it is what it is. But it's nice to see Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz, you know, Philly Philly, Philly players. Philly support, together, yeah. Su- yeah, support in Philly. And that was a nice thing to see. Uh, Danny Ainge comes out and he says he regrets – the biggest players that he regrets drafting were Giannis Atentacumpo. Not but, drafting. Or, yeah, not drafting. Giannis Atetokounmpo, and but then the big time one that he said he lost out on was the thirtieth pick in the twenty eleven draft. Jimmy Butler. I mean, I mean, so, so does twenty nine other teams, Danny. For like, real. We, like I, I don't, I don't know if this is a. If I look at the twenty thirteen draft and I see who the Boston Celtics selected, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. No, twenty thirteen for Giannis. Oh, for Giannis. Yeah. I mean, did Giannis, they have a pick before? No, I don't think they. No, had a they pick had it after. That. Yeah, I think they had picks after, so it wasn't wasn't like that. But who did they draft in the twenty uh, twenty eleven draft? 
Tell me it wasn't the Fab Mellow. Do you know? Oh, it may have been Fab Mellow. <laughs> then, yeah, shout out. I think See, it was a, Fab Mellow. A, ter- oh, my God. It, yeah, it may have been Fab Mellow. Was it? Boston. I'm looking right now. No, I don't see I don't see you. I don't even they think may they have had like a pick. Traded, they may have like traded a pick or something. But I don't oh, know. Oh, they drafted, uh, what's his name? Marshawn Brooks, and then he traded with the Nets. Hey, Marshawn for Jawan, Brooks has been balling out for Jawan Johnson. I think he was a kind of an underrated player. Oh, I, think, I love Marshawn. Yeah, Marshawn Brooks is. When he was on the Nets, New yeah, Jersey he was, Nets? He was raw. He was good. Providence. He was Providence, good. Providence, baby. Yeah. So Danny Ainge regrets Giannis and not drafting Giannis and Jimmy Butler, and so does all the rest of the teams in the National Basketball Association. Congratulations. He makes it seem like, Danny. oh, wow, he's a freaking draft god. Yeah. I mean, I mean, his. Other than Tatum, well, Brown now kind of looks like he's panning out. Rozier well. was a good pick. Yeah, now they're it, before it didn't look like Smart a lot wasn't of his, a good pick. He, yeah, but like before it didn't look like a lot of his pick. Who was that guy that he got from Kentucky? Young, because I remember he yeah like, James Young. Because I'll never forget when he Lefty. like when he dunked on Brima in the national championship. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he sucked. That was one of his higher picks that he kind of messed up on. And then now Ainge is kind of getting it with his picks. Obviously, with Tatum and Brown are kind of becoming better players. I mean, it's easy when you draft in top five. True, true. Moving on, Mitch Kupchak is the new GM for the Hornets. You may remember him for being the GM for the Los Angeles yeah. Lakers. So that's a – I guess it's Jordan. A good, Jordan getting yeah, in the LA jo- guy. Jordan making some moves. Frank Vogel and Jeff Hornacek were fired today from the Orlando Magic and the New York Knicks. Well, when you lose games, you're going to get fired. Absolutely. And Jeff Hornacek, obviously, we talked about before, was not a big – or the other – Players on the Knicks were not big fans of Hornacek, and all the Knicks fans are thinking that they're going to get Mark Jackson and they're going to get Jeff Van Gundy. They're going to get big names. Sorry to break it to you. Not going to happen. Bottom line, not going to happen. Because you're going to probably – and one of the more realistic guys that I could see them getting is Jerry Stackhouse that has been in the in the news because they're not – why would Mark Jackson – Jay Wright. Nick fans think they get yeah, Jay Wright. Jay Wright. Like, why, no why would these guys – why would Van Gundy – leave why would mark jackson leave espn where they're getting paid a lot of money where they don't have the pressured situation of the new york knicks fans i mean and jimmy dion i could see it more realistically yeah jimmy jimmy dolan there that's especially what like no there it's been a pattern 19 years of sucking and 19 years of ownership by jim james dolan has it's not good. So I don't see the. I can more realistically see Mark Jackson maybe How about wanting Dave Fisdale? maybe Fisdale. I think Fisdale is too smart to take that job, and I think he's going to wait around and kind of see because this is a. It's not a good job. Like you're like, oh, Porzingis. Porzingis had an ACL tear. You're going to want to deal with an injury prone uh, big man. Like obviously it's New York and it's the Knicks, but I, the, the past 19 years, if I'm a coach, I'm not looking to go there. True. I'll, I'll want. Let 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 another kind of smaller name try and build himself up, and then eventually get fired in the next two years after Knicks fans get sick of him. <laughs> that's honestly all that's going to happen. So tough situation for the Knicks, and then the Magic, they just they just don't know how to draft. Basically, I said Jonathan Isaac sucks. They're probably <laughs> going to draft Jaron Jackson, who I think is the Jonathan Isaac 2.0, maybe a little better. Still needs to develop. Sucks. Who is who else did they draft? Mario uh, Mario Hazonia. Mario he had like Hazonia. a couple games where he scored like thirty points, and Still. everyone was going. Aaron wild. Gordon, he's okay. Yeah, Aaron Gordon's pretty good. Hayden, who they traded away, sucks. Yeah. Overall, terrible drafting. They need help. They do need help. Yeah, big so time help. Let's move on. Next one. Kendrick Perkins signs with the Cleveland Cavaliers, filling in their last roster spot for the postseason. 
little great little grind. Kendrick Perkins been in the finals, been a champion with the Boston Celtics, been a went to the finals against LeBron. What was he? What has he been doing? Sitting on the couch? Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. I mean, he doesn't exactly. He looks like that. <laughs> That uncle at the barbecue. I don't know. Yeah. He just, what is he just morale he, in the yeah, locker room? Yeah, I think he's just there to just sit back and hope protect LeBron if they get into protect, fight. Yeah, protect LeBron if he gets in a getting gets in a scruffle. But I mean, I don't filling know. out roster filling spots. Filling out roster spots with veterans. I mean, Cleveland apparently wants to get a little bit older again Whatever. after the trade. So good I mean, for we'll, them. We'll see. We mentioned this before. Uh, Scott Brooks, after the loss to Atlanta, calls the Wizards a selfish ball club. Not everything is good in, in Washington. I think that you know that first round matchup may be difficult. They need for to them blow to it up. The they upset. might need to get rid of Wall. We'll have to see. Maybe maybe Scott Brooks will have a little bit on the hot seat for not managing so. the situation. He still has yeah, three years left on that deal. It was a big deal. True, contract. true. Yep. Sixers get their. I think they're at fifty-two wins. Fifty-two. Yep. Fifty-two wins, and they have sixteen straight. For a franchise record, longest winning streak in Philadelphia 76ers history. So it's nice to see Philly heading into the postseason looking real good. Yep. That is our free throw segment, and that is it for this episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast, episode number 27. Very excited for the postseason. Follow all the postseason action. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, our YouTube stream, and our SoundCloud. Nick, got anything else to say before the postseason begins? No, I'm just excited. Just excited for the postseason. Once again, subscribe, follow, hit us up. We will catch you next week. You've been listening to the Talkin' True Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. Your best stop for nonstop NBA postseason talk and all things basketball. Be sure to subscribe and follow our social media at Talkin' True Hoops. Join us next week for more great hoops discussion.